0: F it. Let's ride a new campaign for International Spin Studio Cycle as their CEO explains why the brand is taking such positioning. And Lamar rolls up its special purpose acquisition company just 14 months after registering it and after a separate $30 million investment in Vistar. Finally, despite record fuel prices, find out how understanding the evolving logistics landscape could be a critical key to the new era of growth for truckside advertising. All of this today on Out of Home Insider Daily Tear Sheet for June 24th, 2022. Well, the weekend is here and fireworks season is in full boom. So if you're celebrating Independence Day this weekend, like many communities around the United States are, then enjoy and be safe. Now for today's news. SoulCycle has had it with the pandemic and doesn't care who knows it. Before the pandemic, the boutique fitness brand was known for its long waiting lists, high-priced classes lit by candles, and amongst the most sweat-trenched workouts available anywhere. It's introducing a new campaign called "Effort Let's Ride from agency NY. Evelyn Webster, CEO of the Equinox-owned brand, says, We've been living our lives in some version of lockdown over the last 27 months, and While this human spirit is resilient, it's also extremely impatient. We felt that there was never a more important time to reclaim joy. I agree with that. So this very audacious statement, F it, speaks to the overwhelming sense we're getting from our community. There's this pent-up energy to get back out into the world. And while I'm not exactly sure who's still locked down, I can absolutely understand that spin studios are probably not packed out and completely agree With the sentiment and love the posture of the brand for this campaign soul cycle calls it a call to arms and features the energetic instructors that inspire rooms full of sweaty people to pedal harder the brand says it's using out of home digital whatever that's supposed to mean anymore and connected tv if anyone sees this campaign in the wild please tag at oh insider on whichever social you see it on i checked the google's i checked the brand's instagram but alas, nada in the way of out of home, which is baffling to me because there's such, this is such a perfect campaign for our format. It's confusing to not see it front and center on all of the socials. With out of home, the campaign oftentimes becomes the content. So to see Soul Cycle taking the creative risk it should have is promising, but we'll put a TBD in whether or not it translated to the real world. With 83 studios across the canada the uk and the united states hopefully someone out there hearing this can get some pics of this campaign in the wild if you do and you want to be a real friend of the show we'd love to see them so please send any soul cycle effort let's ride pictures to out of home insider all spelled out that's out of home insider all spelled out at Gmail.com. No OH abbreviations, just all spelled out. These are the types of creative risks that brands should be taking with out of home. So, Soul Cycle, congrats on doing just that. And now, out of Baton Rouge, 14 months after the announcement of the registration of a special purpose acquisition company, Lamar Advertising Company is no longer pursuing a $300 million public offering via the SPAC. In a filing with the SEC, Lamar said it was withdrawing its registration of the subsidiary Lamar Partnering Corporation because it no longer wishes to conduct a public public offering of securities at this time. The filing said that the SEC never formally approved the subsidiary's registration, so no shares were ever sold. Lamar did ask the SEC to credit the fees it paid for the registration for future use. In April 2021, the Baton Rouge-based advertising giant first registered the Lamar Partnering Corporation as a SPAC. Known as a blank check, SPACs are shell companies formed to raise capital for an acquisition or a merger. Lamar's proposed IPO was for $300 million or 30 million shares at $10 each. Lamar didn't seem to have a specific company in mind when it created the, the SPAC. Though filings did say the company was looking for a firm at the intersection of -of out-of-home technology and communications and with demonstrated growth potential. Filings indicate Lamar was primarily interested in a company with expertise in transit and airport advertising, international outdoor displays, and digital advertising. SPAC shot up in popularity in 2020 and 2021, but they've fizzled out this year amid economic headwinds and the potential of tighter regulatory scrutiny this comes after concerns rose from within certain camps of the industry this time a year ago after the announcement of the SPAC and an unrelated Lamar investment in programmatic leader Vistar to the tune of 30 million dollars so what does it all mean frankly I have no clue I don't know I do know this though the concern about Lamar's investment this time a year ago in Vistar was really without cause and is ultimately a good thing for all media owners on the Vistar platform, but especially good thing for smaller media owners buying for their their share of the pie. The investment by Lamar and Vistar enables the platform to continue developing its ecosystem, further enabling entrepreneurs of any size to build a network of digital screens and plug them into existing infrastructure. Pretty sure there aren't a whole bunch of media companies just itching at the idea of also becoming product-led tech startups. So let the rising tide lift all of the boats and enjoy the ride. As for the SPAC, I'm sure this isn't the last we've heard from Lamar on the acquisition investment front for tech companies in the out-of-home space. And finally, despite record fuel prices, find out how understanding the evolving logistics landscape could be a critical key to new era of growth for truckside advertising. In a world contending with the unrelenting impact of the great supply chain disruption and its attendant worry of the moment, rising consumer prices, a shortage of truck drivers is frequently cited as an explanation for shortages of many other things, from construction supplies to electronics to clothing. Last year, trucking companies in the United States suffered a record deficit 80,000 drivers, according to the American Trucking Association. Given that trucks move 72% of American freight, a lack of drivers spells substantial disruption. The average trucking company has a turnover rate of roughly 90%. Let that sink in for a second, meaning that it must replace nearly all of its workforce in the course of a year. While this piece is mostly all killer, no filler, naturally there is a bit of it. Let's call it what it is. It's manipulation of the narrative. And that's this part here. The average trucking company has a turnover rate of roughly 95%, meaning that must replace nearly all of its workforce in the course of a year. Put a pin in that. As the Trucking uh, Trucking Association itself noted, more than 10 million Americans held commercial driver's licenses in 2019. That was nearly triple the 3.7 million trucks requiring a holding of that certification. According to Steve Vasali, labor expert at the University of Pennsylvania, he's calling this a manipulation of the narrative, saying that there is no shortage of truck drivers. These are just really bad jobs. Well, Mr. Vasali, if there are more than enough licensed drivers, but they don't want to do the job because as you described it, sir, these are just really bad jobs, then there is in fact a driver shortage. The shortage is a lack of people willing or wanting to do the job. So let's just call it what it is. So that we can go on about our days and specifically, we're looking at this through the lens of anyone selling truckside advertising. I'm a bit of a chatty Kathy, and just like talking to people in general. The other day I was at the convenience store and they were out of the thing that I was there to get. Uh, I commented to the cashier that the shelves looked a little light and his reply really got me thinking about the impact of these kind of micro elements on a brand that may not even get considered. Cashier replied that the store was only getting half of the number of deliveries it used to get each week. Now, whether that's because of not enough drivers or not enough supplies, actually irrelevant. The impact on the brand is even greater than empty shelves. It's even greater than empty shelves. It's the big impact that those fleets used to contribute to the marketing mix. Now that those fleets aren't as big, they're not making as many trips. This was a major convenience and gas station chain in my town, not some mom and pop place in the middle of nowhere. In fact, we've got three of these places just in my town, same franchise. So now start to think of the compound effect on that brand as these trends continue. How do you offset fewer deliveries and fewer miles with your brand on the road? By offsetting it with truck side advertising. And I think that the math on this one's pretty easy. How many fewer miles are your fleets driving? Look at the historical data. And how many miles of coverage do you need to buy to make up for it? I.e., how many trucks, over what time frame, format, are the 18-wheelers, last, last mile delivery, these box trucks, what are they, what markets, et cetera. Truck side, if for no other reason, is a hedge against rising gas prices impacting your own brand's fleet because these trucks are already in operation. You're not paying for their fuel, for their maintenance, for the hourly wages and benefits of the drivers. You're just paying to have the ad on the truck and everyone sees you everywhere again and assumes That you're crushing it and everything's fine reality is that circumstances haven't changed but your posture as the brand returns to where it once was at a fraction of the cost while the rest of the issues get worked out now again this specific strategy is for businesses that have existing fleets that are making fewer deliveries and that understand the impact of having trucks being seen brings to the brand and how the absence of those trucks leaves a void the cost of shipping goods by road has shot up 23% since 2020 and is expected to keep climbing, perhaps for the foreseeable future. That is your daily marketing minute by MotionWorks. So be sure to subscribe so you never miss an update and share this episode with a colleague, with a friend, with a client, or anyone else who could benefit. Today, we talked about Soul Cycle, the... Effic campaign and the permission slip for brands to take risks with out of home. Then we covered the Lamar SPAC news just 14 months after announcing the registration of the investment vehicle. Lamar announces it is no longer pursuing the IPO. And the case for truckside for retail brands, specifically convenience related shopping and CPG brands, to offset driver and supply chain shortages by hedging themselves with truckside ad campaigns. Remember, Out of Home is the only fully connected native ad platform in the world and marketers want to choose you. So give them a good reason to. We'll see you next time.